All right. Good morning. Good morning. How are things this morning? Good. Bill, how do you prepare the guys just for the range of emotions that they're going to expect come this Sunday when they head to Buffalo with all that's going on? Um, I mean, everybody will just have individually have to process it like we've been doing, but it's expected to be an emotional scene. And in the end, we're going there to play our best football game. So like, I think everybody understands there's a balance and there's multiple things going on here. Can you relate this to anything? Like, I know you guys came back after 9-11 and different things. Can you relate this kind of situation that you're going to be going to to anything that you've dealt with in your career? Yeah, I've had quite a few experiences, so. But it's, and everyone's different, so. Control, we control. How productive have the last two days of practice been? Have they felt like a good Wednesday, Thursday, like a normal? Uh, yeah, I mean, every week's its own week, but this week's certainly been a little bit different, but everybody's getting ready to go, what they are, we are, so today's Friday, Things start pulling things together here, leave tomorrow and be ready to go on Sunday. Do you think, Bill, some of the good news that's come out about Tamar Hamlin is maybe helping players or the entire team? Just move forward a little bit. I think I'm ready to root for that. Sure. Uh, Sean McDermott just shared several positive updates uh, overnight. They had the breathing tube removed. Is that, you know, updates on Demar? Considering the emotional impact it has, anything you know you share with the team or, or players just to kind of allow to find out as they go? Uh, we talked about it a little bit this morning. Has the league been in contact with you, Bill, about any sort of pregame ceremony to honor DeMar or potentially any of the medical staff up in Buffalo? No, that, that really probably wouldn't come to me anyway. And not until later. Doesn't, whatever the pregame schedule is, it is. I'm, I'm not sure. And I guess just to follow up with that, if there is something like that, as we expect there might be, um, and the fans in Buffalo don't need any reason to get excited about this football game in general. How might that be for your guys to keep their composure in, in, in light of the game? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what we're talking about, so I can't even answer that. Do you anticipate Jake Bailey punting for the team this season? No, he's ineligible. Do you anticipate he might become eligible? or? Time period expired. It expired. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know if it yep. expired. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Bill, I know these are game-to-game -game, game plan decisions, but I believe over the last five weeks you guys have played more snaps in zone coverage um, than any team in the league. Just at least over that period, what have you seen, at least from the, the growth or development in that area from your defense. Yeah, I'm not really sure about those numbers. That would surprise me. I, some teams that are playing don't play any man at all, really. So, and the way the 
call them match zone zones or man. I mean, honestly, I don't know what those stats are. So we'll do it the best we can to defend Buffalo, which they're a very talented offensive team, great players. We'll do the best we can to defend them like we always do. So whatever that is, it depends situationally what it is, and who they have on the field and everything else. I mean, they have different personnel groups. So it's, I don't know. It's hard to tell. You've talked about Matthew Slater a lot. How grateful are you to have a player like him even during a week like this? And you know, how much have you just, you know, can you speak on how much you lean on him you know, during tough situations you know, over the past you know, decade, really? Um, yeah, a lot. I mean, you know, Matt's just a, a great, great person, um, great player, great teammate. It's, it's about as close to perfect as you could get. So, um, He's been a great asset to me personally. He's been a great asset to our team, our organization, on multiple, multiple levels. Um, it's an asset every day. So I don't think there's any day that he doesn't um, motivate, lead, provide an example for every one of us, players, coaches, everybody's around him. I mean, yeah, it's been great this week. It's great every week. It's great every day. It's great in the OTAs. It's great in training camp. Um, you know, he and Devin have really, over the last couple of years, really stepped up, even going back to the the 20 season, um, you know, the COVID and all that. I mean, they've been um, monumental in their leadership, um, teamwork, support. You name it. Very, very lucky to have, have coached those two players. Throw, throw Devin in there. I know the question was about Slater, but I throw Devin in there too. Bill, have you noticed the change um, just in the players yesterday afternoon? I think when guys started coming in, the good news that came out, it seems like it, it helped them refocus on the game that, you know, DeMar's going to be okay, that he's okay, that he's getting better. Did you notice a change? Do you expect that to go out into practice today? The guys a little lifted off their shoulder a little bit. Yeah, everybody has their own internal feelings and emotions on this. I can't speak for each individual player how they feel or anything like that. But both days, yeah, we've had a question Mike asked earlier. It's, it's not normal, but it's the Wednesday and Thursday practice. And that's what it's been. Wouldn't say they're abnormal. I mean, they're, the circumstances and are abnormal. But I'd say, like, if you just look out on the field and didn't know whether it was January, whatever it is, fifth, sixth, or October, whatever, I, I don't know that you would see a lot of difference on what you would see on the field. So I don't know if that answers the question or not. But guys, what's take two more? This hasn't been the easiest season for Jacoby from an injury perspective, but what can you say about the consistency that he's been able to bring uh, despite dealing with some uh, kind of bumps and bruises along the way? Yeah, um, it's, yeah, he's, he's a tough kid, um, mentally and physically. Shown a lot of leadership and competitiveness like he always does. Um, so, yeah, glad we have him, glad he's out there. I know he's had to fight through some things, so have a lot of other guys, but he's done a good job of that. Follow up on Matthew Slater, just from a performance standpoint, how high of a level is he playing at, in your view? I mean, good, yeah. Double digit tackles again, drawing holding penalties, and 
Does it look, I mean, almost it looks the same, but. Well, I mean, it gets double teamed on, you know, virtually every coverage play um, with very few exceptions. And sometimes those are schemed to where we try to put him in a spot where he doesn't get double teamed. But, you know, I think every week he's the, you know, he's had the bull on his back for for years and years and years. Um, whether it's as a gunner on the vice or double team blocks on kickoff coverage, he's, he's the guy that everybody, you know, has paid a lot of attention to. To the benefit of other players, um, they get less attention. But you know, I think when you see players at that level, um, different. But you know, it literally, he, he gets it on every play, just like Taylor got it on every play for the Giants. It's when you get that kind of attention, and you're still able to uh, be productive. And I think that puts those players in a very, very elite level. Okay. All right. Thank you.